Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 594, Being on a Diet versus Having a Diet, by Shalene Johnson of shalenejohnson.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, reading you some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there, with permission from the websites, of course. The word diet carries with it so many underlying meanings, doesn't it? As soon as I mentioned that word, I bet you had a reaction to it in some way. You may have flinched a little bit, You may have remembered the diet that you last tried or maybe the diet you're currently trying. Right away, it gives you that feeling like something is going to go away, like you're gonna have to get rid of something in order to be successful. So let's hear Shalene's take on this as we get to her post and optimize your life. Being on a diet versus having a diet by Shalene Johnson of shalenejohnson.com. You are what you eat. We hear this phrase all the time. It's estimated that 80% of your physical results come from your nutrition, while only 20% of your physical results come from exercise. That being said, if you want to see results, your nutrition is super important. For many people, the nutrition part means going on a diet, restricting calories, having limits, and being miserable. But really, it means having a diet you can live with and enjoy. It's time to redefine the term diet and learn the difference between being on a diet versus having a diet, and make a transition between the two. Restrictive diets work, but only temporarily. The truth is, diets sell. People always seem to be looking for the next big dieting trend that will bring them the results they're looking for. First, carbs are the enemy. Then, they're eating nothing but grapefruits. Then, it's a liquid diet. Diets are big sellers because generally, people want the work done for them. They want to be told what to eat, when, and how much. They want rules, restrictions, and limitations. They think of dieting in terms of having a finish line and going from one extreme to the other. Either they're on a diet that's restrictive or eating everything in their path. Yes, these restrictive diets work, but only temporarily. You can't live on grapefruits, 
and life will always present you with situations where you need to make healthy choices on your own. Not to mention, going to these extremes is horrible for your metabolism. This is not a one-time deal, and there is no one-size-fits-all eating plan. We all have different tastes. What works for one person might not work for another. This is why it's so important to find a diet that works for you, one you can maintain, enjoy, and live with. So you have a diet instead of being on a diet. Are you on a diet or do you have a diet? So would you rather be a chronic dieter or someone that manages a healthy weight and has a healthy relationship with food? Let's compare characteristics of being on a diet versus having a diet. Being on a diet. Dieters have strict rules, beliefs, and self-imposed deprivation. And that deprivation fuels an intense desire to overeat and indulge in forbidden foods. You have a diet. Having a diet means being a habitually healthy, clean, and careful eater. Eating healthy is a habit, not an obsession. Being on a diet. Foods are labeled as good or bad, and the bad foods are forbidden. Pleasure and food do not coexist. Having a diet. Careful eaters look forward to their meals and habitually enjoy foods that provide nutritional value. While some foods are a rare treat, nothing is all-out banned. Being on a diet. People on a diet second-guess themselves, wondering if they ate the right foods or ate too much. Having a diet. Careful eaters know when they've had enough and when they can afford to have a little extra. Being on a diet. Dieters focus on what they cannot eat and plan their day around foods they must avoid. Having a diet, careful eaters have control and know their numbers. They have a general idea of where they're at with their calorie intake throughout the day and how much they can afford to eat. Making the transition from chronic dieter to careful eater. Now that we've compared these two different relationships with food, let's discuss how you make the transition from being a chronic dieter to someone that is a careful eater. There are three basic steps to help you make this transition. Three steps to transition from being on a diet and having a diet. One, educate yourself about nutrition. The more you learn about the nutritional value of food and the benefits it has for your body, the more inclined you will be to make healthier choices. Making healthy choices gives you confidence and motivates you to make even more healthy choices. You just have to get the ball rolling. Number two, establish your goals and priorities. Oftentimes, your relationship with food is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. To change your feelings about food, you need to change the way you feel about you. Spend some time establishing your goals and priorities and discovering what it is you really want out of life to improve this relationship. And number three, confront your issues. Random eating and severely restricting food is often used as a distraction from other issues or thoughts. However, these thoughts are what really need to be addressed. Seeking professional help to deal with emotional needs and past traumas is a big step in having a healthier relationship with food. Making this transition from being on a diet to having a diet and a healthy relationship with food is totally possible. It's just a matter of educating yourself and deciding to form better habits. So, start today. You just listened to the post titled, Being on a Diet versus Having a Diet by Shaleen Johnson of shaleenjohnson.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform 
with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Dr. Neil again here. This complements actually what we were talking about earlier this week in that by removing too many options, by restricting things a little bit, it can actually help people stay on track. But like I mentioned before, if you don't start incorporating some variety here and there, well, this can get really boring. It becomes too restrictive, and now you hate the monotony. I just so happened to read an article that was published on long-term diets. And similar to the research that I performed, what many authors are finding is that long-term, it really doesn't matter which diet you follow as long as you find one that you're able to stick to that's relatively nutritionally balanced. So if restricting foods helps you make better choices and it keeps you on track, then do that. If you find that that's too restrictive and you like having more options, do that. But the thing is, as Shalene mentioned, is consistency. If you wanna lose weight, well, you're gonna have to find a way to be consistent with consuming fewer calories adding in some exercise, and hopefully have some social support to help you achieve your goals. But you have to find what works for you. This is why you hear in the media all the time that, oh, the ketogenic diet works for weight loss, or a low-carb Atkins-style diet works for weight loss, or the Mediterranean diet works for weight loss. Well, now we're just confused. Well, the reason is, the bottom line is if people are able to stick to it for long enough, it will work. Kind of like what I say with exercise routines. Does P90X work? Does CrossFit work? Does Insanity work? They all work, just so long as you stay consistent. If you like doing it, you're gonna do it more often. And if you do it more often, your body will respond. All right, really quickly, before I go, if you wanna show some support for our podcasts, there are many ways to help out, both free and otherwise. Come by oldpodcast.com slash support to check those out. I thank you in advance for doing that. Thank you, as always, for being a subscriber to the show. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll be back here tomorrow for our usual Friday Q&A. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. 
If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.